You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah! everybody this your boy b rob and i'm back with another edition of the random rams with rob podcast first and foremost i'd like to thank you the listener for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts and if you're a first time listener i'd like to thank you for giving my show a try uh, i have a guest this episode and um they hail from a land that I'm making up in my mind right now. I didn't know where I was going with the direction of the place that I was going to entail, but just know it has um, a mystique a aura about it where they have some um, crime and um, no good deeds going on. And this one person here that I have as my guest for the show uh, is known by the name that has been given henceforth from the thunder gods. And it is crystal. The perfect storm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I did, like I said, I press the record button and then shit just come to me and I say it. <laughs> that's that's. I like that. I feel like that is the best introduction I've ever been given on like a radio show before. That's awesome. Yes. So you're welcome. Suck it, Jay Sandlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's. <laughs> He's got to up his game. Up your game, Jay. Rob just got you. Yeah, he but, beat you. But he has all kinds of music and special effects and shit, which I do not have. So <laughs> he is pretty good. He's pretty good in that post production room. I got to give him that. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Jay Sandlin and James Gabsy and all that other hullabaloo blue over there, that's how I came across you, Miss Storm. Oh. Can I call oh, you Miss right. Storm? Is that okay? You you can. You can call me Miss Storm. You can call me Crystal. Is whatever. We're good. All right. And not, not Janet. Cause you're not nasty, so. Um, well, I, I, well, I would. I mean, okay. Wait, hang on. What's the right? Never mind. We're not gonna go there. It's fine. All right. It's fine. All right, get to go. We'll, we'll just. I'll edit that out and post. There you go. <laughs> but um, I come to uh, know your voice. I know uh, who you are a little bit uh, via the Who Would Win podcast, and um, since you have been um a constant addition to that show, um, I've been enjoying it. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. You know what? I came upon that show completely by accident. That's how this all works. <laughs> I, that is. It, I feel like that's really, that's how I got into podcasting myself too, by accident. Like everything just kind of happens on accident. And I was literally just procrastinating on Twitter, responded to one of James posts and it just kind of snowballed from that. And it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun moderating for those guys. Yeah. I mean, I have been on there at least two times and mm-hmm. um me being me um i've heard the show because um the guy that used to moderate before ray uh-huh. um you know we all tight we all cool we all talk and everything but Forward. initially i didn't really listen to the show consistently okay but um 
So when I did become a guest moderator, I um I wasn't privy to the etiquette that uh Jay and James use. So <laughs> yeah, it's I, formatted. It, it is. It's uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean at least the the main show is. Like we we kind of get a little out of control now with our before meth segments and kind of a little bit of our aftermath. But uh yeah, no, the main show it's pretty it's pretty tight. James runs a tight ship. Yeah. But um so I went on there and I'm like with all my florin filth and all <laughs> my cuss words and everything. And you know, James and Jay was polite about it. They didn't say shit. They, they didn't say nothing beforehand. They didn't say nothing after we finished recording. But when I go back and listen to that episode, it was like severely edited. It was like um it was like an M M&M and M C D in Walmart. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I feel your pain because it's really hard for me not to drop F-bombs because I'm just I'm like I'm just that person. I'm just I'm like potty mouth. I'm like a sailor. Like I use fuck like I use the. So it's really hard for me sometimes in episodes to kind of curb myself. It takes a lot of self-control. So the second time I went on there still wasn't privy uh, to. The, oh, no. <laughs> to <laughs> the, they didn't say anything. No, they still didn't say anything. They, uh, I think I brought it up when James was a guest on this show, and I uh-huh. and I told him I was just like, um, and through me, I I found out that your show was kind of PG thirteen, so I apologize for all my cuss words. He's like, through you, we figured out our show was PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I feel like that is a great way to figure out what your show rating is going to be. Cause Jay has sometimes towed the PG 13 line with some of his jokes yeah. and innuendos of episodes. So, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Innuendo is fun. I mean, innuendo is fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's nothing against that, but like, you know, I'm st- up there talking about, yeah, Booster Gold going to put his foot up his ass and that um, <laughs> fuck start him into the new millennium and shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that, but that's something I would say. <laughs> I want to, you know what? I wonder if he still has it because now I want to request from Jay the uncut version of when you were moderating. Like, I feel like that needs to be a thing that we offer. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I I really, mean, I need these in my life now. And if you go to who would win on patreon.com, you can find this content, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's definitely something we have to offer to our patrons. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, man. You just let me run through there like a bull in a china shop. They was just polite and just like, huh. And you can kind of like in hindsight, after I listened to those episodes, you can kind of tell what it was like. Oh, shit. You, there you go cussing again. <laughs> it's that silence, right? That little bit of silence right after you say something. You're like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. And then, then, <laughs> then you've been around James for a while or whatever. I mean, if something get, get him, he not going to say it outright. He'll just be like, uh yeah okay so you just kind of try to segue out of it and everything so I was like yeah yeah he's a pro he definitely is <laughs> but enough about There's, those there guys is. That, that pregnant pause with him and then it's like okay and we're on a new topic yeah that's when you can tell you t- you scribbling the timestamp down for editing but mm-hmm. in, anyway mm-hmm. enough enough about them I mean you, you, you're a great uh, moderator on that show that's a great show I recommend everybody within the sound of my voice to check out the Who It Win podcast there are very many but uh, there's only one like this one. So uh, look for the correct one. It has Jay Sandlin and James Gappy. And also 
Crystal Storm. Um, but how did you come across podcasting initially? I mean, what 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 kind of you know sprung those events into play? Like, what the fuck is a podcast? How did when, when was that? Moment? <laughs> right, right, right. So when I when I tell you that I stumbled into radio, I wasn't. I really wasn't kidding. I was right after I had written my. Uh, I want to say my second science fiction book, I want to say, either the first or second. It's been a long time. Um, but the moral of the story is I was on a radio show getting interviewed on Blog Talk Radio. And this was back when Blog Talk Radio, before it got all crazy and corporate um, and ridiculous. I said it. Yeah, Blog Talk Radio right now is ridiculous. Um, but this was kind of back in the day, day before it got that. Um, and you can actually like have an hour long show for free mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Um, and I was on a show called Paranormal 101. And we were talking about all things sci-fi and about my book and all the esoteric stuff and all that that fun stuff. And when I was done, the host and I just had such a great rapport. He said to me, he's like, do you want to be a host on this show? Mm-hmm. And I was just – I'd never done anything like that before. But I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Why not? Sure. I'll give it a try. And that's how I got started in doing podcasting and online radio. And that was – 10 years ago about around there it's it's been a hot minute oh okay cool yeah 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 so i mean what were some of the growing pains of uh you know first starting out in radio and all that stuff you know what the usual the usual kind of getting your flow getting your style dealing with dealing with guests, dealing with trolls, um, you know, because I was doing it live. So shows were live. So we could take in, I mean, there's a bit of, you got a bit of a, a buffer when you're doing a podcast. Cause like you can, you can take it down to post-production, right? We can edit stuff out. You know, if somebody mm-hmm. says something a little crazy or whatever, live radio is a whole different animal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different animal. Uh, but it was great. And it was a lot of fun being able to kind of interact with your chat audience, um, you know, during live shows and that sort of thing, even dealing with the trolls that called in and, you know, having a guest that's got shitty audio, you know, how do you, you know, kind of yeah. working through all that kind of stuff, you know, you know how it goes. It's the same thing with the pocket, like it's five minutes to show time and the mic is like, Shh, and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> Man. dealing with all that um but it's yeah it's been fun i think i think back in the day it was really just um you learn in live radio while why um you know like professional production houses have somebody to monitor calls before you get people on the line because yeah. that's been uh yeah you you understand why you <laughs> that's been I remember on one show we were interviewing a lady and she was talking about grief and healing through grief and trauma. And it was like this really beautiful show. And then we had a troll. I mean, I got to give him props. He was like on his A game troll because he went through this whole bullshit story just at the end to like say something rude. We immediately hung up on him. But I was like, wow, he really had us going for a good like fucking 10 minutes here. Good job. All, all the setup to the punchline. That's all. It was. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, in that, even in that vein right there, what was the wildest thing that somebody ever called in and said? Um, You know what? That one was it. That (laughs) one was. Yeah, no, that was the one because, okay, she's I mean, this literally I mean, this woman, I don't remember her name, but she's a great author. And she wrote this book. I don't do names. Don't take it personally. Yeah, no problem. Um, But yeah, but it was called Healing Through Grief. And she was, you know, that's literally what we were talking about, processing grief and healing and all that kind of stuff. And this guy calls in and he's like, I just lost my sister. It's been really hard. And he went through this whole fucking story, Rob, about his sister and about how bad he felt just at the end of it to be like, oh, my God. 
god, you guys are fucking emo bitches. What the fuck are you like? Li-? And they just went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, just went. I mean, he had her going. She's like trying to counsel him and like is feeling him and being all like supportive. And then it just got nuts. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. That was the worst. I mean, but we're, I mean, the show that I was on, we were talking about like crazy stuff, like esoteric stuffs and UFOs and aliens and stuff. So it was, it was fun. It was fun. Cool. Now, um, the podcast you host, the the Woo Woo Hour. Yeah. 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 Tell me, enlighten me. How how did this come along and what, what is a, you know, it's based on and whatnot. So the Woo Woo Hour came along. Woo woo, yes, right. Woo woo. <laughs> uh, that came along after I decided kind of what I wanted to talk to people about, um, and it boiled down, you know, to me. And I'm and I'm really kind of always fine tuning this and kind of deciding, you know, what kind of guests I want to sit down and talk to, and and what we want to what we kind of want to really delve and dive into. But the woo woo hour for me was about I wanted to talk to people who were doing, you know, yes, who were doing cool things in the world, but also had something unique to share. They had a unique perspective on something. Um, I give you a great example is I had one of my favorite kind of conversations that I've ever had with someone um, is Christopher Dunn. I don't know if anybody's familiar with him, but he's an actual, uh, he's an engineer and he wrote two really interesting books about what the great pyramids of Giza actually are from the perspective of someone who is an engineer. And it was just a really fascinating conversation to like tackle a topic like that from somebody who, you know, didn't have a vested interest and like the politics or like was it a historian that was trying to, um, you know, hold tight to a theory because history and all that kind of stuff. But was just like, no, because I build things. Here's how I look at this building because I build things. Um, so that was just one of really, really, really interesting conversations. So I, I like to talk to people like that that just have unique perspectives that are doing something different and positive in the world and that are offering awesome things that we can listen to and go, yes, this is cool. Or yes, I can bring this into my life and make it better or, you know, something like that. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry to um, put you through this then because I, I don't talk about none of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, but that's cool though, because you need podcasts like yours too, where you could just listen and just rap with people and it just be chill and interesting. So it's good though. We, and, need, we need all kinds. And what I do with, um, I think just about every guest that been on this show, I, I've disclosed a little bit of information, um, some truthfulness, as I like to do. I mean, and you know, you don't want to lie to nobody, especially somebody you don't know, because I mean, if they find out you're lying to them, I mean, right, that, that stains you. So, yeah, 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 no, it's true, it's true. I hear you on the Who Will Win podcast once weekly or however often I listen, and the voice that's coming out of your mouth right now, you know, it doesn't match the picture that I have <laughs> of you in my head because like because straight up I mean I know you as the moderator on who would win and then right. you know I see your itty bitty profile picture on my cell phone screen uh-huh. and I don't ever click on it to blow it up because I think that's weird for some people and um, <laughs> so I just see this lady in a fedora uh-huh. and uh-huh. from what I can see what I can make out I mean you look like a white woman now I get you on the show and I click on your profile picture for the first time. I was like, wait a minute. There's some curls under there. What is this? Oh, yeah. And then okay. I go to the website, which uh-huh. you all should go to, uh, in the mind of crystalstorm.com. And um, I was surprised. I was like, oh, it's, it's um, my, my kinfolk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
So now that I'm now that I'm here, you outside of the the, the realm of moderation and you know, get to hear your your voice and everything, I was like, oh, okay, I see where we are now. <laughs> bit a whole different person see you, you've never caught me on a twitch stream either because i do that too uh-huh. and that's i really let my hair down there and, and all that good stuff so that it's good it's good you're, you're, you're getting the many faces of me there you go <laughs> which you only have one so there you go what? <laughs> <laughs> uh condolences for you for your um your, your pooch here i'm kind of browsing through your website right now Oh, thank you. Thank He was lovely. He was. He was my buddy. He looked like a fun dog, too. He was a fun dog. He was. He was. He made it 17 years. Yeah. 17 years for that Husky. So no complaints. I uh, he had a lot of he had a lot of close calls. This dog. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> A lot of fun stories, a lot of fun stories with that animal. So I'm I'm really pleased that we got up to the point where it was just old age. Okay, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean this. I mean, you can edit this in post. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell the stories uh, and I'm just care. gonna let them out, and you can just take out what you need. But this dog ate a whole bag of weed once. Uh, oh, god, that was terrible. The poor dog was high for days. Uh, <laughs> this poor dog. I mean, I don't even know what happened. I got whatever. It's a whole other story. I mean, this poor dog decided that one day he was going to eat a whole coffee filter so had like caffeine poisoning like this i mean he lived through just so he got bit by a snake yeah um yeah yeah i don't we still don't know he had something bit him out in our backyard like it was fairly recently it was about a couple months before he died that just excuse me that just uh uh led to like him having to we had to like cut his face open and like drain a wound and we still don't know what actually bit the poor dog um yeah so he did he just lived through a lot to have you know just died from old age um, hey that, that'd be the ones that make it yeah yeah he did he he had a fun he had a fun life he was he was a great dog he was a great companion he was he was the best see my wife um you know since we've been together or whatever she always talking about um Whenever she wanted a, a dog at the time, she wanted a husky. She would always talk about mm-hmm. huskies and everything. I, and I was like, okay, um, I'll look into it. Very expensive. But mm-hmm. um, just so happened, you know, I had a guy that I used to work with when I was in the military. He had a litter of uh, American bulldogs. And I know it's not a husky. <laughs> <laughs> but it was basically free i mean it was uh-huh. purebred you know all that stuff i mean you just too many dogs trying to get rid of them so right. i brought over there we seen the litter and everything she was like oh they're so cute you know how how you ladies do and uh-huh. um she picked up one she held it had a nice little brown brindle spot around his eye and everything all white and she's like i want this one so i was like okay we got you the dog and then you know as many things in this house if it's um anything that tailors to cleaning and washing and you know in in the vein of fixing and all that stuff it becomes my responsibility pretty quick Mm -hmm. so i took the dog to the appointments i got the dog food i did everything for the dog that the one that said she wanted it was supposed to be doing so it just became you sound a little bitter you sound a little bit a little bit well i am in hindsight now because i mean Mm -hmm. it became my dog so Mm -hmm. i I had pets in my life growing up but i mean Mm -hmm. i wasn't at the age of responsibility to where i was 
full on in trying to take care yeah. of a dog. I was like, oh, this is a puppy. It's cute. Now it's big. I don't want this shit no more. You know, it was that type yeah. of thing. <laughs> it gets real, real quick. Yeah. So I had this thing from what? I think eight weeks all the way up until, you know, we was getting ready to leave Missouri when I was retiring from the Marine Corps. And did everything with this dog, took it on trips. We rode. I had a pickup truck just for me and the dog, pretty much. You know, we ride around. That was my dog. And um, when I retired, you know, we had to go all the way from Missouri to Louisiana uh, when I first got out because we didn't have a place to stay right off the bat. So we was living with my folks for a little bit. And um, I had it all in my mind that, you know, he's going to pack up all the shit. He's going to take the dog down. He can stay in the back of the house at my mom's house and everything till we find a place and we bring the dog over. And my wife was like, we ain't bringing that dog with us. I said, what you, what, what, what you mean? She's like, we ain't got nowhere to put it. I was like, yeah, you can chill at my mama's house. He was like, you know your mama don't like dogs. I was like, it's funny how you know more about my mama than I do. And, <laughs> and it was just a whole bunch of things. And then, like, it was also a time constraint, too. If, like, we didn't get certain things done by this time, you know, we couldn't do all this stuff. So it wound up being a fact that we couldn't take him. So Aww. I had to bring him back to the people that we got him from, tell them what was going on. I was like, maybe, you know, once we get established, I can come back and get the dog. That never wind up happening. And I never seen him again. It was so sad. Oh, that is a sad story. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and like, it, what, what kind of twist the knife a little bit is like, you know, I, now I was in, in joking. You know, I was just like, you made me get rid of my dog. So on and so forth. You, you mean, you know, everything. And then now, here she is with the baby, and now they're plotting and conspiring on talking about getting a little bitty dog. And she was like, I ain't buying no motherfucking animals ever again. <laughs> it's like, that's it. Put my foot down. The answer is no. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like if, if, the only way animals coming in here is if you buy it and you take care of it because I ain't touching the motherfucker. I ain't doing shit. <laughs> I said, I had a dog. He was my friend. He was my buddy. I was getting, I had him doing fist bumps. I would put my fist out and you would, would paw bump me and everything. And I was like, man, I had him I had him the way I wanted him. <laughs> and um, now she's talking about getting a little old bitty-ass Pomeranian and a little, little small-ass dog. I was like, fuck uh, uh, this It's couch. not a dog. It's, not a, it's like a cat. Yeah. It's like, it's like a big-ass cat. Those are dogs. What, what, and I can say that because my sister's got one of them little yapping, little I don't even know what it is, little small, floofy little shit. It's cute, whatever it is. But it's not a dog. It's like a giant rat. Yeah. What What is your stance on cats? I hate them. Well, I, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Um, I'm allergic. Ah, <laughs> I am. I'm allergic to cat. We did have cats growing up, uh, but as I kind of got older, I got allergic. So I mean, they. Right. I'm. I'm a dog girl though. Yeah. So I mean, eventually, when I when I get over the loss of Angel, I'll probably get another. I, I get another husky because I do. I love them. They're great. Great dogs. I don't think my my heart is fully healed. I don't think I can. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Like I know I want one eventually, but I'm not ready to do all that again. Mm. Hell no, because yeah. I mean it yeah. was just a hassle in itself. It is like right when we was in yeah. Missouri. I mean, we had the the um, the luxury of having the people that we got the the animal from. You know, they can you know babysit if we had to go somewhere or whatever. Mm-hmm. Being way out here in the planet of Houston, Texas, um, I have relatives here, but I mean, it's just a journey to get to their house within side <laughs> of planet Houston. <laughs> Because, I mean, I live in the North Park. My brother live on the South Side. And that's anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour inside of Houston to, to go to his house. Oh, wow. 
And then, yeah. then they got their own dog and that dog is old and crazy and they don't get along with other dogs and shit. So I'm like, fuck that couch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It can be, it can be a hassle. Having a dog is literally like having, it's almost like having a human. It's almost like having to be responsible for a human. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty damn close. Cause there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it being a good dog owner. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm mad. I brought this up. I'm getting, Alright, we talk about next. What we talk about next. Yeah, video games. You do <laughs> Twitch streams and all that stuff and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. That was kind of all accent. And I don't even remember how I found Twitch how or anything come? like that, but I was like, I game. How this come? is a thing. Uh, Let me try it. Hold and on, it's how, been great. Hold on, hold on. I'm no, I'm noticing a theme here. You are you you tripping into falling into a lot of shit here. <laughs> I do. I do. That is literally the story. I think I feel like that's like the story of my life. <laughs> if you were going to write a bio about me, it should be called Trippin' and Fallin' into a lot of shit. Like, that's it. That's the title. <laughs> I can, man, we can get a good illustrator on that and just be like you in like a little small puddle of poo with your fedora on. <laughs> with your hands up like the, uh, how'd I get here? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> All right. We can get Jay to um, edit and proofread. Um, we can get um, James on the marketing campaign. Oh, yeah. We can get this going. We'll get James to produce it. Absolutely. See? We'll get him on it. We're already going. But like, um, as far as game, because I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm strolling on your website in the mind of crystalstorm.com. Um, and you, you're, you're in my age bracket. You're like two years older than me. So, mm-hmm. I mean... I feel like, you know, being born in the time that we were born in, we got to see a lot of uh, all the change in technology. You know, yes. we we went from pay phones to mm-hmm. having cell phones and all mm-hmm. that. Other pagers. Remember pagers? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I remember getting messaging people boobs and uh, <laughs> go to hell. Nine one one and all this other shit. And be like, what's chirp, wrong? Chirp, where you at? <laughs> be like nine one one. What's wrong? Where you at? I'm out of weed. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, th- those are fun times. I mean, wh- 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 where was your your on ramp into video games, and where what was the first system or games that you remember playing? An Atari. Sweet. Same. Yeah, yeah, an Atari. Uh, getting laughed at by that fucking dog and duck hunt. Did you know oh, that you can play have, as the yes. dog? The dog or the duck? I thought it was the duck. What is it? Is it the duck or the dog? Because I literally just found uh, somebody on Twitter said yeah. that it, you you picked up the second controller. You, you control could play. The duck. Yeah. Yes, you control the duck. I, I found that out, but I didn't remember till that same tweet surfaced. I think it was like uh, Seth Rogen or somebody said that shit. That's crazy. That is crazy. I, I always wanted to shoot that damn dog. Yeah, I remember that shit. You, you, you just take the second controller, you just hold up on the directional pad, and you hold the duck in the corner, and you just walk up to it with the gun and be like, "Blow!" I didn't even know that. I didn't never knew that. It's like my whole childhood's been a lie. Yeah, it's been a lie. <laughs> and I, I've I've never put in the contra code before. I mean, I know it, but I never actually used it. <laughs> didn't didn't do that. Yeah, I remember the, the yeah, it was good. That was a good gaming back in the day. All them old Streets of Rage. All that I even did some. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever familiar with Zork. Just, uh, just straight up, just, uh, just text. That's when you're just uh, you're typing go east, go west, <laughs> pick that like old school gaming like that. Like yeah, we've we've come a long way. Man, I remember the first computer that we ever had in our house. Big ass spinach green thing, mm-hmm. and 
we had two or three games on there and they were all on these big ass floppy disks and it was a family feud will of fortune and um I got the big ass floppies. Yes, oh it was some, it was something else. It was some other game that I don't remember. But I can remember um my sister and my mom and they're sitting there playing uh Wheel of Fortune on this computer and everything. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. Oh my god. I just remember I happened to walk in one time and I got one right just off the tip. Just like I, I looked at the blocks and I was like, All men all men are dogs. And it was right. Yeah. And like, I don't even know what made me say that. I mean, I'm this little bitty ass kid looking at this spinach ass screen with these block characters and shit. And it, that's what came to my brain. And they put it in and this shit worked. And ever since that day, I, I will always walk by and um, they'd be like, guess what it is? And I, that would be the same answer. All men are dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. I got my ass with the Family Feud, though. I, oh, well. I mean, I, I was a little kid. Serious I game. I, I didn't even understand the concept of Family Feud then. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's there's some there's some nuances to that game. Yeah. There is, there is. Man, but uh, we spoke about it on the, um, what it is, the um, Cult 45 podcast. It's a local podcast here in Houston. Uh, I was able to be a guest. I, I had a... Uh, I was gracious enough to be granted an opportunity to review the movie known as the ABCs of death. Have you ever heard of oh, this film? I've never heard of this film. Oh God, you're lucky then. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it's okay to hear about it. It's just the, okay. the okay. seeing part is the, 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 is, the hard. is that the rough part? Is that okay? Well, it's, it's so a, I take it you did not get a good review. It, it was, it had its moments. I mean, okay. it's just, it's 26 short films within a two hour and nine minute movie so okay. that each is a 26 different directors and they oh, do gosh. and um they each get a letter of the alphabet from a to z the abc's of death and um they have to they were all given five thousand dollar budgets and they had to produce a film that involved some type of death so I feel like I've heard of this, mm-hmm. but I didn't see it. But I think I might have heard of it. It's on Hulu if you want to look that up. Okay. <laughs> I know yeah. I just kind of urged you off of it or whatever, but I mean, yeah, you you want you want somebody to suffer with you. I'm onto your game. Yes. I'm on your game. It's okay. Yes, I, that was the same thing with uh, two girls in one cup. I I still not seen that. I have still not seen that, and I am okay. Yeah, I mean it. <laughs> in I got a story about it too. I, I, we'll loop it back around though. Uh, yeah, we'll look, okay, 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 all right. But um, yeah, it's uh twenty six different directors, twenty six different short films, A to Z, and um five thousand dollar budget was granted to each director to make a vision of um, some kind of death and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I was given this task of uh, reviewing it for you know because it's spooky month, Halloween shit. Right, right. And um, I forgot about it. Right. I forgot about the interview. Uh, bad on my part. <laughs> but um, it probably about it two and a half hours before I was scheduled to be on, dude texted me and was like, hey, um, we still good for tonight? I was like, oh, shit. First response. And um, <laughs> I was like, what was the movie again? I forgot. It was like the ABCs of death. I was like, all right, cool. F- flipped mm-hmm. on Netflix and all this other bullshit. Found it on Hulu. So I told my wife, I was like, hey, I, we need to, because we're doing the 31 you know, days of Halloween shit, the horror movies, a horror movie each day for Halloween. Right, right. So okay. I, like, I need to derail this. I mean, it is a scary movie, so we can use this as 
you know, the movie we was going to watch tonight. She's like, all right, I'll watch it with you. So we sitting here. A comes up. A is, uh, I mean, I'm bearing the lead because they show the titles after the skit is completed. Because if you see the title before you see the skit, it kind of you know ruins what it is. So okay. you see okay. the skit first. And then when the skit is completed, it'll give you the title of that skit. But, okay. Um, so A was for Apocalypse. I mean, I'm not doesn't really matter if I buried the lead here, but A was for Apocalypse. I mean, so I didn't know that going in. So there's okay. this elderly guy in his pajamas. He in his bed. He got his little dinner tray across his lap, you know, reading the paper, eating some soup or some shit, drinking orange juice. And this just lady comes in off screen with a big ass Michael Myers like butcher knife. Oh, shit. And she attempts to murder this man. <laughs> and uh, OK, how's know, it go? <laughs> horribly uh, <laughs> so she it, come to find out she's very bad at it oh <laughs> so okay. um, she she's um st- stabbing at him slicing at him he, he has some fight into him he, he can't quite get out the bed because this lady's coming at him with a big ass butcher knife so finally she makes contact he puts his hand up to um parry her thrust once again and she got him right between the fingers slice his hand in half Ooh. And then um, he's like, ah, my hand is bleeding. It's cut in half. And then she jab him in the neck with the knife and it gets stuck there. Motherfucker still ain't dead. Oh, shit. So she leaves out of the room. Dude sitting there. Ah, I'm not. <laughs> come, These sound effects are great, by the way. She come back in with a black cast iron skillet full of French fries and hot grease. Splash Oof. the motherfucker in the face. Ah, melting over the world <laughs> and so now your man is boiling from the fry grease fries uh-huh. stuck to his face knife in his right. neck hand split the fuck open still ain't dead <laughs> damn but he all fucked up yeah he, he all, fucked, all up. fucked up so yeah. she she taking the frying pan this motherfucker won't die bumping him on top of the head most feeble ass bumps on the head with the frying pan still ain't dying <laughs> So I feel like she's just really bad at this. Exactly. She is. Exactly. So now she all pooped and worn out and shit. She walk around the other side of the bed and sit down beside him, kind of lean up against him. She's like, I've been trying to kill you for months. I've been putting poison in your food. She's just been hatching the whole plan and everything or whatever. Why? And all that stuff. And that was his question. It like he kind of turn as much as he could to you know look at it he was like and it was in French so she, he was like <laughs> and then you know it was the end of the world the world was going to end anyway just the apocalypse so she just wanted to kill his ass because I mean it was going to die anyway so she just wanted to kill him <laughs> I, I feel like she could have done this like a million different better ways <laughs> maybe kinder gentler like good lord yeah but um, if you do dive into it it's, it's stuff like that. And then okay. there's stuff that go oh, zero to 100 real quick. Okay. And then there's other shit that's just like, this is stupid. You wasted $5,000 <laughs> on this. So you, some, there's literally one. It's G. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving away too much of nothing. It's called Gravity. It's okay. a POV perspective. Motherfucker got a, did it with a GoPro, I guess. Now, mind you, each director had a $5,000 budget. So... Okay. Guy POV, um, he had um, the parking lot to get out of his car, open up the trunk, he grabbed a surfboard, a backpack, and he started filling the backpack full of bricks. 
Okay. Then he take the backpack and the surfboard. He strap into the surfboard, you know, with a little anky ankle thingy. And he go out. Then he just jump in the water, drown himself. And that was it. Damn. That was it. That- so think of the gist of that. You're a director. We give you $5,000. to. What did you use the money for? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't spend $5,000 on that. And so it was just like, uh, easy pocket. <laughs> yeah, must have. I think must have. I think if anything, if he spun anything on that, he probably used some of the money to buy the GoPro itself. <laughs> yeah, maybe like some lighting, I guess, but like wow. No, he went to a beach, so he he had sun for light. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, he so he just yeah. pocketed that's, five uh, G's. <laughs> that's amazing. That's okay. Well honestly this sounds like a very thing. interesting show. Honestly I would have did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, he went to a beach, so who knows what beach that was. Maybe the way he was didn't have a beach, so he used some of that in his budget to fly him to a place to where there was a beach to do the shit. True, true. So, I mean, true, he could have probably used that 5G for a vacation. I was like, uh, I knocked this out in like five minutes. We good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Rob, will you give me just a second? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, you go okay. ahead. <laughs> one second. One second. Apologize, apologize. I understand. My wife take birth control pills, so I make sure she stay on that too. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's important. That's yeah. important. So how many? How many uh, little ones do you have? I have three. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, two older ones and one baby. Ooh, that's all you. Yeah, that's all me. I'm I'm keeping all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a moment very briefly where I thought I wanted children and then it passed and I am so happy it did. Why? What changed your mind? Uh, you know what? Just not for me. Yeah. Just uh, I like sleeping in. Mm-hmm. I like I'm a, I'm a huge fan of sleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? Kids are a lot. They deserve a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 that's a serious. I mean, it, it takes you know, you got to be an awesome individual to raise kids. So I have a lot of respect for parents, and single moms and single dads and all that. And that's just I'm selfish okay. with my time and, you know, and stuff I want to do. So, yeah, I was just like, well, that's just not for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm just glad that you. I'm glad that you come to the realization of this or whatever, because, I mean, it's one thing to have a kid because you want a kid, but it's one thing to have a kid because you think you want a kid. Exactly. So, I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, I ain't got nothing against that. I mean, I have a one of my sisters. She is like 50 something and she has no kids, nor does she have the desire to want none. Yeah, I feel her. I, I do. I do. I do. My sister's different. My sister, she wants all the babies. All so it's good. My mom will eventually get her grandkids. But that's just that. And I, you know, what? I enjoy kids. I enjoy babysitting and all that good stuff. I have a uh, six year old godchild who I adore. But uh, and that's it. And I'm, uh, I like being able to give them back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. Because um, my brother, sport, he has kids, too. But I mean, <laughs> the circumstances within my family, like there's such a big age gap between me and all my older siblings that my brothers and sisters have kids that are my age or older. <laughs> so, okay. So, okay. So that's a big age gap. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got like nieces and nephews that are older than me that have kids. So I'm like a great, great uncle. And then mm-hmm. those kids are about to have kids of their own. So I'm about to be a great, great, great uncle. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh goodness. <laughs> so, Oh, you yeah. got a big family then. Yeah. That's just going on and on and on. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of us. My, my daddy was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, I had the backup. I had the bass. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. It's good jams. But um, video gaming, you talk about twitching and everything, like mm-hmm. not like hair on twitching or nothing like that. But no, um, no, 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 no. But um, I see you on your profile, TwitchCon. What is all this about? And what is that stuff? Oh, it's awesome. So uh, I don't know if people are familiar with Twitch, but if you're not, it's this uh, it's a gaming platform. So if you like video games, you like hanging out with people, watching them play video games, I highly recommend Twitch. It's been it's been great. I've been doing it for two years. Uh, I've met some amazing people, a lot of new friends. It's a really, really good kind of supportive community for, you know, for the most part. Definitely for the most, like anything, for the most part, it's been it's been really great. Gamers are fun. And the people who watch gamers are fun. So TwitchCon is something that happens yearly, and it's just this big convention of gamers. So all of us streamers and people who are fans of the streamers and video games in general, we're all going to San Jose, California, and we're going to hang out for three days and go to conferences and meetups and parties and network and uh, all that stuff. So that happens uh, this weekend. Cool. It's coming up weekend. Yeah, I fly out on Wednesday to meet up with the uh, the Hobo Nation. That is the uh, gaming community that I am a part of. It's made up of a whole bunch of very big variety of streamers, great people. We got an Airbnb, um, <laughs> and we're just we're just gonna have a blast. It's from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you were in San Jose, California this weekend, I highly recommend you come check out TwitchCon. Do it. Oh, what what's funny to me is just like this whole. Uh, it doesn't have nothing to do with you, but the whole time you're saying streamers, because I'm a pre- mm-hmm. I'm a professional wrestling fan, and um, okay. there's a, a particular promotions that like whenever they um, wrestlers come out to the ring and they get their name announced, they throw actual streamers at them. So, oh my god, that's hilarious. So <laughs> when you were saying streamers, that was like I was thinking about that in my in my mind. It was just, I was like, ooh, bird streamers. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had anything thrown at me, so I don't know. I don't know if that could change. We'll see. I don't know. If I ever come into your presence and, you know, at some time in life, I'll bring some streamers and I'll just toss them over you like that. Perfect. See, I'm about it. it I think it's works. great. It all works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you still game now back from back in the day? Oh, yeah. I mean, I have. I don't think it's one of those. It's the, one of the constants in my life. I mean, I don't do it as much anymore because um like I'm not selfish. I'm kids, not, that yeah, stuff. I'm not selfish mm-hmm. like you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's okay. Not everybody can be. You shouldn't be. You're a dad. You can't. That's good. That's really good you said that. Uh, well, you know, my wife r- wrangled me in or whatever. She's like, you can't be doing that. You got other shit to do. I was like, yes, ma'am. And so <laughs> yeah, you made me get rid of my dog. You made me get rid of my <laughs> video game. What the fuck? <laughs> Gosh. I'm barely it's hard able being to Rob. It's tough. <laughs> I know, I know. She's she's a great lady. She's a nice lady. I, I'm just, I gotta speak low because I think she might be in the hallway right now. <laughs> you get hit. I'm laughing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know, it'd be the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, most recently, I just only been going to what I know. Um, for the past couple of years, I've been um consistently playing like NBA 2K and um mm-hmm. WWE 2K, the wrestling game. Um, what I've been kind of clinging to since they become they restarted up the franchise was um when um they relaunched tomb raider so oh, so good the, i played the first two completed them both and um now i just got to get this new one so i can complete that it's so fucking good rob oh my god i'm such a fan uh because of this reboot laura croft has become one of my favorite video game heroes like hands down they just did such an amazing job with her and shadow of the tomb raider is on point 
Mm-hmm. It's a, I don't know if it's kind of the ending of the trilogy. I don't know if there's going to be more, but however they do it, it was it's a it's a, just another great addition to the story. Sweet. I mean, I'm all hyped up about it. Mm-hmm. And also what I'm hyped up about is Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are. Yeah. I mean, I got a text message today on my phone reminding me to come pick it up Thursday night. And I was like, oh, oh you ready? You're like day one on that, huh? Yeah. Well, I, I, I got to go to work. But well, yeah, I, I work it out. I work it out. Mm-hmm. I might take mm-hmm. a sick day, personal day. So, yeah, I mean, hey, it's what they're for, right? Yeah. But like um, I find myself trying to play games that have a little bit of replayability and longevity and whatnot. Yes, I mean, absolutely. I know usually when I get the Tomb Raider games, I put all the time into it. I beat it and I go back through and I get all the side missions and artifacts and all that stuff. And then I'm pretty much done with the game. But like mm-hmm. if I got something like Grand Theft Auto five or whatever that I've been playing, you know, forever. And it, they always add new shit for free. I might, my, I might add. And um, awesome. I'm just awesome. looking forward to Red Dead, and it'll be the same thing. It's like I can put the, the disc in or download it, and I ain't got to worry about you know really getting tired of it because like I, I can take a break and I can come back. Oh yeah, I can go chase this horse down, shoot shoot some rabbits in the wilderness or some shit. <laughs> Right, right. You know what? You might uh, give uh, Detroit Become Human a try. I have heard nice things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a bit heavy handed in some of the storytelling because the kind of the AI issues that it tackles are very relatable to to black peoples. Um, so it's kind of yeah, it's kind of kind of heavy handed in that. But mm-hmm. as far as like storytelling goes and replayability, like, you know, a lot of games where they say like choices matter, they kind of do. Mm-hmm. Nah, in Detroit Become Human, they 100 percent do. Okay. Like you will miss whole chapters, whole scenes, whole like characters. You will just you will literally you can fuck up all kinds of stuff if you don't make <laughs> the right choices. Yeah, I'm, it's great. Yeah. That, um, how, how do you compare that to um, Until Dawn? I didn't play Until Dawn. What? <laughs> I, I'm not- <laughs> They even made it in VR. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I, know, I didn't play Until Dawn. I know that with Detroit Become Human, you could probably play that game a good 20 times to get different endings. Yeah. It, and like legitimately like different endings, hidden endings, all that. And see, this is why I didn't play Until Dawn. I don't play scary games. Um, I like scary movies, mm-hmm. but something about playing a scary video game, I can't do it. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> Were you one of the ones that was able to play the um, the um, what is that the the PT demo? The PT demo. No, uh, no I didn't play that. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Like I, I saw videos of that. I like watching people play other people play it, so I can scream with them and laugh and stuff. But no, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have made it. Mm-mm. So um, th- there's a thing that I like to call called bitch factor for me. Okay. So, okay. So. Um, I played all manner of uh, scary games. I think Resident Evil, the first one, was like one of the ones that really got me because the dog jumped through the window and shit. And you're like, ah, everybody. It get everybody. My wife even know about that, and she's not really a big video game person. Right. So I, I get this the PT demo or whatever. I'm playing through it or whatever, and my wife happens to be in the room, and she see me going through the paces, going down the hallways and everything, and I'm just like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? I ain't, I ain't even talking about the shit that I'm actually seeing. I'm talking about the sound design and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they got all kind of eerie noises in the background, and I'm going around the corner like, what the fuck is that? Literally me playing a video game. What the fuck? And she's like, you are too much right now. 
<laughs> and, and, you know, and just, that's like the bitch factor. I was like, I ain't trying to be like a bitch in front of my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. um, How'd that work out for you? Apparently, I was a bitch in front of my wife. This has only happened two times <laughs> that I can record. The one that I just mentioned with the with the trailer. Okay. And the second time was um, WrestleMania two years ago. Uh, Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. Undertaker has been a big staple in my um, wrestling fandom. He's been, mm-hmm. I've been seeing him within professional wrestling as long as I've been alive and watching professional wrestling. So what had happened was he had a match. Okay. And um, at in every match, whether you win or lose at WrestleMania, he do the thing to where he drop down to a knee, he fucking throw his hand up, lightning sound effects. He walk up the ramp, throw his fist up, and you know he'll go on by the business. But this time, this motherfucker, he got beat, he lost, had a hard time getting up because he old as shit. He like in his fifties, shouldn't be right, wrestling right. anyway. He need to go the fuck home, chill out. Um, so. What was different about this one, he put his gear back on, his hat, his uh, signature hat, his gloves, his signature coat and everything. And he's standing in the ring and everybody like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So this he take his coat off. He folded up real nice, put it in the center of the ring and everybody already starting to lose their shit because they kind of figure out, oh, oh, oh shit, what the fuck is what, what's going on? He take, right, right. he take the gloves off, put the gloves on top of the coat. Then, he, uh, you know, he take the hat off slowly and he put it on top of all the stuff. And then he leave the ring and everybody's losing their shit because historically in wrestling, um, when you get an older wrestler, um, if they um, retiring or they, you know, they quitting or whatever, they leave their boots or their gear in the ring. Oh, so he did all this shit. And we all sitting there like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, this ain't happening right now. And I'm, and I'm, I'm sitting next to my wife while I'm saying this. And I'm like, this shit ain't happening right now. And then he go up this, uh, the rampway. And he, you know, he put his fist up in the air like he normally do. But instead of, um, you know, the little sound effects and all that stuff, he descends down into the stage. They had like a little ramp and he go down into the stage and it's like he just gone, left all the stuff in the ring. And I was just like, he retired. You know, I'm fucking, you got a little teary like, eyed. You was crying. No, I, yeah, I, I tears, got a little bit. A tear streamed down my face and shit. And my wife is like, you ain't crying, is you? I was like, no. <laughs> She's like, you was really I crying right now. I poked myself. I was like, an eyelash in my eye. <laughs> I got some Hooks, Rubs, and Spices on my fingers and I rubbed my eye. Uh, sponsored by Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. You can go to Etsy.com and look up Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. You get 10% off your order if you use promo code 3RSHOW. I had to bring that up. Uh, that was a good segue. That was got, good. got some Hooks, Rubs, and Spices on my fingernail and it got in my eye and I got, you know how it went down. So, mm-hmm. there was two instances mm-hmm. that I felt real bitch-like in front of my wife. <laughs> You're allowed to cry, fellas. It's okay. You can. You can. You can. You 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 can be all up in your feels about it. It's all right. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as as far as the the Twitch platform goes, I mean, um, how long have you been using it, and how much has it grown since you first started? Uh, I have been using it for about two years, mm-hmm. and it's blown up taken off mm-hmm. like yeah yeah it's become it's become a big thing like new streamers are jumping in every day and making good money you know so, i mean who would have thought that you could make money playing some video games but that's i mean twitch definitely gives you uh, an opportunity to do that yeah so it's uh yeah it's just amazing to watch you know kind of how technology is evolving and all the things that you can do online now and all that good stuff but yeah no it's uh it's it's really blown up and this is my first twitch con too so i'm i'm excited 
And and then I and think about that now, you know, coming from like we spoke about earlier, coming from the area that we came from to where we seen, you know, new technology, you know, being born and shit. Yeah. So I mean, I can just remember going back to being a kid and everything, playing video games constantly. And my mom and them talking about, y'all was playing them goddamn video games. You ain't gonna make no money off of that shit. And here motherfuckers is. Right. <laughs> in right. tournaments, making all kinds of 2018, money. making millions of dollars doing it. Yep. No shit. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, I miss my calling. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's a time, you know what? Back in the day when we were playing video games, like, no, your parents were right. You can't, you wouldn't have been able to make money playing video games. Now, you can't even tell. You can't tell kids that, that they can't play, make money playing because it's not true. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, I mean, just like esports is a thing, like how competitive, you know, that is becoming. Um, you know, so it's, it's, you know what, there is an opportunity to do it. There's an opportunity. I think I've made, I've probably made not a lot, but in the, in the two years that I've been streaming, I've probably made a little over a thousand dollars playing video games. Sweet. All right. So let, 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 let's, let's speak on that. Let's speak on it. Let's that. speak I'm, on it. Let's speak on it. All right. Well, we how, how good is your gaming prowess? How, how oh, it's terrible. No, I, no, my, it's terrible. It's fantastic. And I, and I own that too. My Twitch channel is called We Play Games on Easy yeah. because that's real. That's I put the game setting on easy and we just, and I just play through. Like I love story heavy games. I'm playing through. I'm not trying to play competitively. I'm not trying to play on hard mode and challenge myself. Like fuck off with all that. Life is hard. I, I get in a video game. I just want to murder everything and just feel <laughs> like god and that's it and enjoy the story and that's it and that's why i play video games it is literally like fun and stress relief and storytelling for me and that's it yeah because i mean i look at this stuff now i mean not even as far as video games go but like just youtube now and it's just people watching other people do things like my kid yeah. the, ba- the baby uh, freaking eight years old and she'll watch other kids play with toys and shit mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Right after she come like, hey, can we go to Walmart so I can get said toys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Marketing is still alive. Still alive and working. Yeah. And even those people that do those things, those channels or whatever, they make bank off of that shit just for playing with toys. I mean, and I, I've attempted it, but I feel stupid doing it. So, I mean, I don't think it's for me. I mean, I can't let go and be loose and be free while I do it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You gotta just gotta give it a try. I think you'd probably be really good at it, and you'd probably have quite quite the following because you're you're entertaining. You know, you've got this podcast where you're just chilling with people and having conversations, and that's all it is. Yeah. That is literally. I mean, a lot of these, you know, a lot of the super popular streamers, you know, they're super popular because they're really good at their video games mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of the streamers that are out there making decent money, it's just because they're entertaining. Yeah. It's just you know, it's just another way for people to connect with somebody else and just hang out and you know whatever. Yeah, because I mean, it was a time. I mean, I got a couple YouTube videos up on my YouTube channel to where it was just me and uh, one of my homeboys. He's like way deep into Grand Theft Auto Five to like uh-huh. you know he like level two hundred and something or whatever the fuck. He got all kind of crazy vehicles that's just hard oh, to he's buy. Serious? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much money he's sinking into this shit because damn, every time I come in there, they'll be like, I get an email. From um, you know, PlayStation or whatever or some shit talking about, hey, Grand Theft Auto just dropped this new expansion pack. Now you can have the fucking DeLorean from Back to the Future and shit. And it's like five million dollars and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And every time I log on, this motherfucker flying around in the new hot shit. So I'm like, either one, 
you just drop some cash on this shit, like virtual mm-hmm. cash and real money for fake money. Right. Or you just been playing this shit nonstop. But when I check on your motherfucking Facebook and your Instagram, you showing pictures of me. I mean, showing me pictures of you at your motherfucking college classes and doing all this other shit. So where is your fucking time invested? What, yeah. what is going on here? <laughs> I think he's multitasking really well. Just really well. I mean, college students, they got to there's there's so much distraction, you know, and I feel bad for kids growing up with social media because I'm really glad I did not have to grow up with social media my whole life, like online. I'm like so glad. So, so glad. But I mean, I think he's just, you know, go to class, take a little break, get on that Grand Theft Auto life, study a little bit. You know, it's just he's he's got it. He's got it down. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. Um <laughs> You don't sound impressed at all. You're like, whatever. Yeah, he's paying. Fuck your he's couch. just dropping money. He gave him twenty dollars for that car. Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> damn, he, <laughs> he was probably did. He probably did. He's teaching me how to play and shit. Because like, Grand Theft Auto came out five at least came out a long ass time ago, and I just probably picked it up within the last two years. Mm-hmm. And, I, and um, I was playing with him, and it'd just be like, how we doing now? It's just like I'd be in there bullshit with him. I was like, how the fuck you did that? I'm just asking all kinds of stupid questions because that's the title of some of the videos. I think he's um, attempting to play Grand Theft Auto Five. Nice, that's a good video title. That's yeah. a good one. And there's me running around taking selfies while you're trying to complete the mission and shit, and I'm just <laughs> I'm dying <laughs> just because <laughs> motherfuckers. I uh, still need to play Grand Theft Auto. It's on my it's on my to playlist. I've got a really long freaking to playlist, but uh, it's on there. See, and that's the thing with I was saying with Grand Theft Auto Five. I mean, they always adding something on something to the online element of the game, and it's like the thing that fucked me up the most is like you can set up businesses to where you can generate that cash, so you can do all this stuff and buy all this fly shit. Oh but, yeah, it gets real in depth. Yeah, but there are other people that are actually playing in the game too that can fuck you up and take your shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Here I am. Some of the interactivity of these worlds, these virtual worlds, is like it's out of control. It is out of control. We, I have a video on there of me, my homeboy, and somebody else. We just basically just stopped in traffic. We got the star level up to like five, so all the cops and shit have come. And he got mm-hmm. this big ass armored car thing that's virtually indestructible. And we just sit there on the highway while the cops and shit try to blow it up and get inside of it. And we just sit there like ah, da, 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 da. changing the radio stations and then shit, listening to the different music. And then, we, then we'll get out and try to fight them all and shit and keep dying. And we got to respawn and run all the way the fuck back over there. Start trying to shoot motherfuckers again and die. And then all the way back again. <laughs> Are these videos up on your YouTube? Because I need to watch this. Yes. I need, yes, fantastic. Along with um, copious amounts of podcast episodes that I've published to YouTube that <laughs> YouTube doesn't let me sort and organize the way I want to, motherfuckers. <laughs> you got to you gotta make playlists. I if you make playlists, in, you can sort them. I put them in playlists. But, you, but you if you go, if you press videos, like you go to my thing, you mm-hmm. press videos, and mm-hmm. the first thing will come up with all them podcast episodes, and you got to keep scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down till you hit something that you actually want to watch. I think that's what's fucking up my YouTube page. That's why I ain't got a lot of likes and views and shit. Maybe because I don't <laughs> post a lot of stuff, but I don't know. <laughs> 
it's too much to keep up with. I tell you, exactly, it is, it is, and, and like you got to because like like you like it's all like you gotta gotta get that you gotta work that social media gotta be on Twitter gotta be on Facebook like Instagram like YouTube it's just like and uh, it's too much. It's yeah, because I mean, I mean, what your cycle is like for you? Because I mean, you do the Who and Win podcast, you do the Woo Woo Hootie Hoo show, and uh, <laughs> you you live stream, you Twitch, and um, yeah. you write books right. on the side. Yeah. You got a little hair salon in the back. <laughs> no, no hair salons. No hair salons. <laughs> That'd be too much. Yeah, I'll go web design business. Got that. Got that. Oh, snap. I might, yeah. I, I might have to talk to you on the side then, for real. Yes, for yes. I've been looking at your website. We can we can do some stuff. Oh, see, you've been critiquing my shit. All right, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I was judging a little bit. It's all right. It's all right. We can make it better. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's what I do. That's what I, I do. No I make idea. shit better. I have no idea what I'm doing. So, <laughs> you know what? For somebody who didn't have any idea what they're doing, you did a good job. Yeah. Because I've seen I've seen websites where people have no idea what they're doing. I mean, there was this. She's I, I don't I don't know who say any names, but the website is for like a personal coach, mm-hmm. and the background is bright as orange Ew. with a bright ass like literally. You look at this website and you almost fucking go into a seizure, and I'm just like. <laughs> No, you I wanted to send her a message, but then I didn't because I'm like, if you were the type of person that was like, let me make my background bright as fucking orange. I don't even want to work with you. Yeah, I don't like, even want to fight with you to tell you why that shouldn't be your fucking background color. Yeah, it's like that. The hunter's vest orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just I was just like, oh, my God, why? Why you do that? <laughs> oh, so, I mean, how, how long you been doing the, the web design and stuff? Uh, I've been doing the web design for about eight years now. OK, so damn. All right, so that's was MySpace around then? Yeah, it was. So, yeah, I mean, it was MySpace. Oh, yep, yep. So, d- did you get into the whole thing of decorating your page and all that other oh, crazy yeah. shit? Oh, oh yeah. Oh man, I had music playing on my oh, shit. Yeah, all kinds of crazy. Oh. <laughs> that like came about and died really fast. That's I feel like that had a really like like small shelf life, but it was it was popping. While it was going, it was. Yeah, I had a homeboy that would make money off of that shit, man. He would design all the little templates and everything. You can go to his little website and pick a template and you Mm -hmm. shape it up for your page and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. like you said, it's as fast as it came in. It's as fast as it went out. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I had all that. Oh, my God. I wasted so many hours on MySpace. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. What what you know about BlackPlanet.com? Don't know nothing about that. No. What on that? Uh Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So... Pretty much, I mean, as the the black people, as the black race, we um, <laughs> sometimes we take it upon ourselves to dub everything, you know, with the black moniker and everything. So, hence, right, right. Black Planet was mm-hmm. um, the black people's version of MySpace at the time. Nice, 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 nice. So, did that? Did that? Did that have a the same kind of shelf life as MySpace did? It kind of ran alongside of it or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it slowly and quickly at the same time became like pretty much what black people meet is now okay (laughs) i got you i got you i was like oh shit place well a whole bunch of black people let's go over there and see if we can find some hot chicks or hot guys or whatever the case may be then you have white people sprinkled over here and there i'm like hey this is black planet motherfucker get out Uh. And then some, then uh, some Spanish people came along and they made a a, a mirror site to it called Mahente, which was oh, the exact same site, just Spanish style. Spanish style, okay, okay. Should have checked that out too. Got a little, got some Puerto Rican in the blood. Yeah, it's a muy caliente. Mm. <laughs> 
Oh man. We can- Oh so. my goodness! You know, but to answer you, we segued like so hard. Um, I am still working on um, time management and kind of figuring all that out. That's literally kind of what I'm what I'm juggling with now is finding the right platform and to be advertising and connecting with people and uh, you know it's just putting the work out there. It's just putting the because you know nobody's got a million dollars to spend on you know fucking hiring somebody to do your marketing. We, we, I wish I did. No. You don't. So it, you literally just you know just uh, you know. Figuring it out, figuring it out and connecting with people and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what's your platform of choice? Like as far as, you know, social media wise, I mean, do you prefer Twitter to anything? Yeah, else? right now. Yeah, I do. I do. I don't like Facebook. I don't like the way Ugh. that they do their, you know, their algorithms and how to get. I still I do have a Facebook page mm-hmm. and I've started to at least post over there daily. I've been sick, so I haven't really been on there much, but I've been trying to be consistent with at least posting at least one thing daily just to kind of get it out there. But Twitter, I find to be the better platform, but Twitter's, you know, its own animal too, because, you know, I'm finding that Twitter's great, but Twitter is really just for conversations. It's for connecting with people and meeting people and all that kind of stuff. So it's great. Um, you know, once you kind of form the relationships, you know, with people and, and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, a Patreon, you know, I've got, like everybody else now, we've got, you know, Patreon too, which is another great platform for, for, for sharing your work and getting support for your work and all that kind of stuff. But like, I feel like a a tool sometimes on Twitter or whatever, because it's like I do this show and, you know, I want to attract guests to it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, some people that I'm genuinely interested in, but like it doesn't have that personal touch to it like a Facebook would. So like, right. We having a big group discussion on Facebook or whatever, and I want to reach out to somebody, I can just hit them in the DM or some shit like that. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't have that accessibility with everybody on Twitter unless they you know they make it to where you can but like I want to reach out to certain people and they don't have a fucking email address they don't have a website they don't have oh a my god Instagram. seriously with this non-ability to contact people y'all gotta stop yeah then they got I literally put up a post of, if I fucking go to your website and you're not somebody like Stephen King there should be a contact page yeah <laughs> like if you are if you are not that popular like for real there should be there should be we should, I should not have to dig to be able to find out how to send you an email it's 2018 it's crazy yeah exactly and it's just like I go to the Twitter account and all they have is like, I'm just a dude. Yeah, it. And it's like, I can't DM this person unless I follow them and they follow me back. So, exactly. I mean, I follow the person. So I still got to wait for the motherfucker to follow me back so I can be able to DM them. And because mm-hmm. I, just, I just honestly, I just don't want to be the motherfucker that uh, tweet like, um, I don't know. I'm just pull up somebody. Michael Jordan, if he was on Twitter. I don't want to be the type of person that just openly mentioned Michael Jordan, be like, hey, do you want to be a guest on my show? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. No, there's like some etiquette, right? Like there should be like, let me send you a DM or something. Let me at least send you a message. Let me send you an email. Let me like properly like reach out to you. Yeah, it, it, make it, I, don't, I don't think people are always thinking about that because of kind of the way Twitter is, but you need to. Like, I feel like people are like missing opportunities mm-hmm. because nobody can fucking get in touch with you. <laughs> and then, then also at the same time you flip it to the other end of the spectrum you can message anybody you want on motherfucking instagram but (laughs) i also fall into the same boat just on the other way it's just like how do i look just going into like i don't know um to me is freaking dm somebody hey you want to be a guest on my show (laughs) 
<laughs> so, I mean, I'm fucked on either end, you know? It was just like... <laughs> right, 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 I want, right, right. I want privacy over here, but at the same time, I got the privacy over here, but I ain't got the gall to use it over there. <laughs> the struggle is real. The struggle is real. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. You do all these things with electronomos and everything, but you also do some more primitive things like you write stuff down pen to pad or typey type. I mean, which is not so primitive now, but hey, you know what the fuck I'm saying? Um, you write books, correct? I do. I do write books. I do. Sci-fi it, is, it, is, it is my first passion. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what got you molded and moving all in that genre of the writing and whatnot? I mean, I find writing interesting or whatever. My wife, she writes and things and I try to get her to write more but she had a bad experience with a publisher, so it's taking a while to get back into her groove and everything. And every now and then, I just pop up like some Assassin's Creed shit. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. you want to write something? <laughs> then I just kind of <laughs> shimmy back off into the darkness. Keep keep pushing. Keep pushing. Uh, I've just always done it. Mm-hmm. And that the writing has just been one of those things that, like, you know, when you're a kid, like, some people just always draw. Just I just always wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, I just started taking myself seriously as a writer. And decided that, you know what, this is this is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to write some fucking books. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just like the story of my life goes. I kind of just wandered into sci fi. <laughs> I didn't know that I was going to write a sci fi book until I wrote it. So, you know, and that's kind of <laughs> just it's kind of how it works, because I think the first my first attempt at a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a story I'll probably eventually go back to because I don't mind kind of genre hopping. But the first story I ever wrote was about a serial killer because mm-hmm. that was kind of the genre I was reading. I was reading um, Thomas Harris is one of my most favorite authors. Um, love Hannibal Lecter. Love that story. Silence of the Lambs is what's up. Um, so I was reading. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading. I was reading those types of books. So that was kind of the first story I wrote. And that didn't, but I was really young when I wrote that. And I was like, mm, I didn't really fly. And then kind of my interest just shifted. And then Sonarchy was born. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is, that is like straight sci-fi. Yeah. So you tripped into that shit too, huh? I tripped right into that shit too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm telling you, it's going to be the name of the biography. It's yeah. right, right there. I'm telling you, I, I told you, I know a graphic designer. We can get the illustration going and get a little poop on your knee or whatever mm-hmm. on your shoe. Let's do it. Uh, we can get it. Um, so, like, wh- my my wife has her thing to where, you know, she preps the mood to get ready to write and everything. She may have some soft music in the background, some dim lighting around, you know, got a lamp on and she doing a typey type type. Uh, wh- what do you do to get you in the mood for writing? You just got to fucking write. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I just got to do it. I just got to do it. I do like epic music, mm-hmm. epic music. I can find the right little playlist, get some of that going. That definitely gets me. That definitely gets the creative, the creative juices going. Um, time to write a scene. It's yeah, I don't put a, I'm not a, I'm not an outliner. I'm a very organic writer, that sort of thing. But um, I got to, you know, working on that, just being a lot better at carving out time for writing. And and uh, I'm working on my third book right now. I am sharing it as I write it. They tell you you're not supposed to do that. I'm like, fuck the rules. I am literally sharing my creative process with everybody from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Every rough draft, author's notes, you know, kind of how I'm putting together scenes. I'm, I'm sharing it all. Um, so you can find it over my blog. You can hit me up on Patreon, you know, I, you know all that kind of good stuff. Um, and it literally, you know, my process is I just got to be more consistent about finding the time to write and making it kind of a priority around every fucking everything else you're trying to do just to survive um, and just doing it 
and yeah, just do it. And I'm really excited about the third book and the story. And it's always in my brain and the voices, they're always talking to me and all that kind of good stuff. But, um, but yeah, no, Epic music is my jam. That that's really what gets me, what gets me going. Shout out to two steps from hell. Shout out to uh, Hans Zimmer. Mm. Good beats. Good beats. Yeah. Something you can freestyle to. I'm telling you. <laughs> Give some shit in the background. <laughs> That's it. It just gets you. It's like, yes, I'm listening to some epic music. I'm going to write some epic shit. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, you was talking about, um, you know, just going uh, beat by beat with the creative process and publishing it as you go. You know, I thought about doing the same thing. Uh, it's uh, a lot of things, you know, now that um, I separated from the military that I find myself saying that I stop pointing the finger at things and be like, that shit sucks if I haven't actually attempted to do the same thing. Right. So yeah. my wife writes and she she's a, a great inspiration of mine. So I got it in my mind somewhere that I was going to try to write because the whole thing of it was is like I knew she had the, t- the skill, the talent to do so. And I was just like, hey, you should write about this. Hey, you should write about this. Hey, you should write about this. And then one day she was just like, why don't you fucking do it? <laughs> I was like, well, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> and mm-hmm. th- and I, so I got the Infinity Gauntlet out of the safe and I went running around looking for the Infinity Stones and shit. And huh. um, I still haven't okay. found them all because whatever I was working on, it shit just hadn't come to pass yet. <laughs> Cause I, I, and you, cause you talk about you was you wrote like some killer shit, some murder shit. I was doing yeah. the same thing. Uh-huh. It was like, um, was it, what, what was the dude? How he, how he put it to me? I had a guest on here. I kind of pitched him what I was writing, and he was like, "That sounds like the serial killer." I was like, "Son of a bitch, it does." Um, what the fuck was it? <laughs> yeah, that's how it is in my brain. Mm-hmm. That's why I haven't completed what I started out doing. <laughs> You might need to outline. You might be that person. You might need to start writing some stuff down. Well, what I was um, bringing it around to is like my wife writes long form like that. And, you know, like I said, she's having an issue getting back into it or whatever. I told her the same thing. I was like, well, why don't you not focus on writing a whole full length story, you know, a book and just write short stories? You know? Right. Or just like write to be continued. Just write a little bit here put it out there let people look at it judge it and whatnot and then you just kind of continue the story as it comes you know right i think right right cool. right it's like a create your own adventure type thing a little bit right try it yeah try you know what i i write in scenes and they're not always linear to the story um so and that just kind of helps me just you know just and especially because i'm an organic writer and i'll just let the kind of scene go where it's going to go and you know you have a general idea of the story and what you want it to be about but every time i sit down to write something you know something new pops up a new idea mm-hmm. comes to me and it's been awesome yeah. it's been awesome to kind of get back into that flow but yeah just you know just sit down and just you know just just write something just let it out see where it goes i'll try i think i got like fifteen thousand yeah. words stashed somewhere do it do it do it yeah i got like three or four different scenes or something. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I first started, I mean, I, I actually had a time schedule. I was like, all right, I'm after I finish all this shit, I'm going to write for at least an hour or thir- I think I started off with 30 minutes. I started 30 minutes every day and I would do 30 minutes and then I bumped it up to an hour 
And then once, I mean, that's the thing with me. Like, and that's why I'm surprised I've been doing this podcast for almost three years. It's just like, even my wife said, it. you know, I pick something up, you know, I'm all enthusiastic, excited about it in the beginning. I'm all about it. And then if something happens to where I get thrown off my rhythm, I'm just like, I have a hard time coming back to that thing. And that's the same thing that happened with this. I was like all about it. I write every day and then I got thrown off my rhythm somehow and I just haven't been back to it since. <laughs> Just go back to it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. (laughs) Maybe like read it a little bit again, you know, like revisit the stuff and see if that like sparks you and like, you know, like motivates you to jump back into it. Yeah. I got some rewrites already because I I did read it recently. Everything that I had. And I like uh, um, everything except for the Genesis, the origin story. So I want to go back and probably change that. And it had something to dealing with jacking off and threesome and all kinds of shit. <laughs> I mean, there should be there, there should be a somewhere in there. Some story. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. My wife wrote a book and I highlighted all the naughty bits in it. <laughs> <laughs> Were they good? Were they well written? Was it good? Was it good with naughty bits? Yeah. Well, for me, it was like, like I said, she had the bad experience with the publishing company. It was kind of me nitpicking. So I, I went through the book and I read it. I was like, okay, you had a fucking publisher go through and look at this shit. And they still have freaking writing errors in here not on her part but like typos and shit that they didn't correct so I was like you motherfucker so I was marking that and I was like ooh naughty bits I'ma mark this page in the corner ooh more naughty bits we gonna come back to this letter black hair baby guess what we're doing letter yeah it was like circle <laughs> the page number for naughty bits and then I think it was like a hard line for like a, a, a page with errors on it so I got like a lot of circles in my book <laughs> <laughs> that you did this this is amazing yep i think yeah i still have it yeah i might have to go back and look at that book again anyway (laughs) (laughs) so uh what's next down the pipeline as far as the books and whatnot go uh continuing the series continuing the series so i'm working on book three it is my kind of goal to have the uh the manuscript done by the end of the year and then i can go through all the rewrites and edits and all that kind of stuff and hopefully get it kicked out over the summer so that's that's the goal. Uh, I've been working on turning it into a TV series, which Ooh. has been that has been fun. That has been fun. I uh, years ago, this has been kind of a, an eight year process. But about yeah, eight years ago, I was working at a small luxury hotel in New Orleans. Shout out New Orleans. Yeah. And uh, Billy Zane came in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking Billy Zane. We, we got a lot of cool people. I got I got a lot of fun, fun stories from working at that particular hotel from, from people who walked in. But uh uh, Billy Zane walked in with a director. He came in late one night. I showed him around at the hotel. Really nice guy, by the way, Billy Zane. Uh, gave him a room, whatever. And then the director came back the next day, and he was waiting for Billy. And he and I just got to talking. And I was telling him about my books, and he asked for a copy. Um, and I gave him a copy. And then kind of nothing happened. And then just out of the blue one day, he called the hotel on a night that I wasn't supposed to have worked. Hilariously. I was covering for somebody. And he said, there was a girl there that wrote a book. She's still there. And I was like, you're talking to her. That's that's me. And he's like, let's let's see about let's see about, you know, turning this into a thing. And uh, it's kind of been an ongoing process ever since we shot a promo series that's over on my YouTube channel. You can find that there to kind of introduce it. And uh, we've just been working on getting this thing made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever if it ever get picked up and it's um doing all kinds of well and getting all kinds of steam. Can I be an extra? I just want to be a janitor. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I just want to be a dude in the background, sweeping awkwardly, staring into the camera when I'm not supposed to. <laughs> Ab- <laughs> Absolutely. I mean that without question. Yes. That has been my dream, you know, to be an extra. <laughs> Do it. I I hear you. Yeah. I, no, I got you. You know, I got you. I have attempted. You know, I I I got on with a when I first got out. I was here in Houston and I found this little small production that was trying to film a zombie movie, but it happened to be a Ponzi scheme money grab at the same time. Oh, they didn't get none of my shit. So, I mean, well, I, good, 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 good. But um, that didn't pan out. Then somebody was like, hey, we need you for this. And I was like, I was showing up and keeping in contact. And that never happened. So I think I'm having a little bit of bad luck right now. I mean, I'm not discouraged on it. I'm not I'm not shying away from it, but it'll happen when it needs to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a good way of looking at it. That's a good way of looking. But yes, absolutely, you get to be an extra. Yes. Yeah, giggity. Can I get some craft services too? Is that too much? Yeah, I mean, I'm. Sh- oh, we we work on that. We work it out. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this has been a great chat. I, I enjoy having you on my show, and I would like very so much for you to come back whenever um, you have the opportunity to. When you absolutely get, when you progress absolutely. and do some new things or whatnot maybe debate some more things get some um new innuendo in your ear holes from jay yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> book comes out tv show whatever absolutely thank you so much for having me on rob rob this has been great yes i've enjoyed this a lot i did too good good, good. Okay. you want um, to tell people where they can find you on social media other than in the mind of crystalstorm.com i like i like the way you like advertise my side i want you to like i want to like record that as like a sound effect and just like put it somewhere. I don't even know where I'll figure it out. <laughs> you can find me over on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at writer streamer. Uh, he gave away my, uh, my website address. So there's that. You can find me over on Twitch. I game four nights a week. Uh, we play games on easy. That is the name of the Twitch channel. Uh, this week will be, there will be no gaming because I will be in San Jose at TwitchCon posting up videos and pictures and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but we are currently playing Skyrim which has been a whole lot of fun. And uh, you can follow along as I write my third book. You can uh, check me out on, you know, follow me on the Twitters or go over to my Patreon page, Mind of a Creator, where you can support the work I do. I don't just do the, uh, the Brook stuff writing. I do some video reviews. I do uh, uh, the podcast, like I said, the Woo Hour, all that kind of stuff. So all that's, uh, that's how you find me in the virtual space. For show. Oh show. Uh thank you once again. And as I said, I mean you're welcome to come back anytime. We can chill. We can probably I might have to get up on your stream one day we play some video games. Absolutely. Probably play, Absolutely. Probably play Grand Theft Auto Five since your ass ain't played it yet. <laughs> I know, I know. I gotta I gotta get good. I gotta I gotta I'm gonna put it I'm a, it's on the list. I swear it's on the list. Well, I'm terrible too, so we'd be terrible together. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. That's it. Potatoes together. Love it. <laughs> And that was the awfully fantastic Crystal Storm. You can find more of her works on in the mind of crystalstorm.com. So uh, check that website out. You can see her writings, her uh, Twitch streams, where she all twitching and flinching and just like getting the crack shakes. And um, you can go to the who would win dot com website. You can find their episodes there featuring her and yeah, man, just hook hook them up with um, some virtual love, um, maybe some coins as well. You know, throw a little um, some currency they way 
And um, yeah, it was great. It was. I didn't know she was that silly because, like, I mean, you hear get the giggles and have a little, you know, little funny quips on the Who Would Win podcast, but that's only um a small portion of what you get of a crystal storm over there on the Who Would Win podcast. And I keep saying it because I really want you all to go listen to it. It's an awesome show, and um, I look forward to getting into some of her material or some of the things that she plugged. Um, her books, her uh, Twitch streams her freaking podcast so i'll be putting my eyes on a crystal storm not in a creepy way um but yeah great interview um i do apologize again for this being late but if you don't listen to it when i release it you weren't i wouldn't late at all you know it was right on time <laughs> whenever you listen to this it was right on time um i'm prepping episode five of the wrestling is trash podcast and um i need to get some more combatants over so we can do some more recordings like i said it's a it's a podcast that i'm doing about professional wrestling it's not so much in the vein of you know be covering everything that happens every week we just talking wrestling and just having some crazy fun so you can find all that on randomrobcast.com along with a third uh podcast that's on the website it's not mine it's um someone i know um, I, I gave them my outlet to, uh, you know, put their podcast out, you know, because I have the ability to do so, not charging them nothing. And they feel that they can um, come up consistently with some um, creative content or, you know, as the creative urge comes to them. So uh, I gave them that outlet. I gave them some space on randomrobcast.com. The name of the show is This Way to That Way. Subtitle unplugged from the matrix because the original title of the show was going to be unplugged from the matrix but there's like two or three podcasts out there that i searched that has that name so he went with this way to that way so um check out the new show on randomrobcast.com it's not me i swear i know dude he disguising his voice and shit then i swear it's not me <laughs> but um check that podcast out check out wrestling is trash and you know you're already listening to the random rounds with rob hey if, if you hear me just like i did for my homeboy or whatever i gave him an avenue to um promote his podcast and um i got him hooked up with you know getting shit on uh damn itunes and spotify and all that other stuff i'll do the same for you if you have a show that you, you, you spitballing, you're kicking around in your head and that you want to do and try to pursue, you know, I, I'll hook you up. I'll put you on my website and, um, you know, I'll help you put it out there and um, hopefully get some people to put some ears to it and whatnot. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm highly popular. I got that much clout in the podcasting game that you being associated with me will get you all the listens and likes and shit because, hell, I'm struggling trying to get that shit myself. But, you know, I just want to help. That's all it is. You know, you can go on Anchor for free and publish your podcast. You can go to Mixcloud. I think you do it free there. You can get on SoundCloud and Spreaker and all that stuff and do it free there. You know, you have some limits with some of those services. But, you know, here is unlimited through me. I'll help you get your shit together. All you need to do is record your shit. Edit your shit. And um, I'll get you some rights to the website and you can publish and get your shit out there for everybody to listen to. I'll do that for you because podcasting is a community. It's a family, especially us independent motherfuckers. that ain't making no goddamn money. I would like for us to stick together and push each other and urge each other and whatnot. So, you know, I'm picking up whatnot again. 
You know, I, I was saying it in the past and I was saying it a whole lot and now it's starting to come back around again. It's like the 70s, you know, they had the bell bottoms and then they went away, then they came back. That's the whatnots are coming back. I'm at <laughs> that might be a shirt idea or something. But uh, yeah, man, I just want to help. So if you are interested in podcasting, you got a microphone or some kind of way to record your voice and you want to try to get it out there, hit me up. And the places that you can hit me up on, see, see the segue? I'm learning. Three years almost in the game, and I'm learning how to do segues now. <laughs> um, the ways you can um, contact me is via Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. And if you want to talk professional wrestling or any other gender shenanigans, that's the place you do it. Uh, speaking of talking professional wrestling or any other gender shenanigans, you can um, hit me up on wrestling B trash on Twitter as well. And that's the new show. Uh, Wrestling is trash. And you can follow this show that you're listening to right now on Twitter at three R show. I don't throw a whole bunch of Twitter handles at you, but if you're hip and trendy, you should also be following at three R show two. That's T O O. Um, follow me on Instagram to where you can watch me walk the hollowed halls of Walmart and get into shenanigans. I was in Walmart three times within the past 24 hours in the same city <laughs> and um i did not record now now look a video I, i'm i'm kicking myself in the ass for that now but hey it is what it is and um once again you can go to randomrobcast.com find just about everything that i was speaking of i'm gonna put my social media column up there on the website so i can uh you can see my instagram photos whenever you pop in there on um, the website or you can just go to my Instagram either or whatever's more convenient for you. I would rather you dig around on my website and look at some things, especially the the guest list I got on there. I got a guest list with every single person that has been on the show. I need to throw Crystal Storm's picture up there. I need to probably Photoshop it and make it look like the actual Storm, the comic book character. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. But um, yeah, but um, go to randomrobcast.com. You can find different ways to help the show, help it grow. Um, you can um, use my Amazon links on there. Get you a free 30 day trial Amazon Prime. Um, you can buy some merchandise through wehavemerch.com, which I have links on my website, randomrobcast.com. Um, you can um, be a patron through Podbean, um, like Brandon McIntyre, Glenn Abbott, King Ajar, Bob Hines, and Robert Cook. And um, But the best way you can support this show and any other show that you listen to is... Um, writing those reviews um five stars preferably um anything four and below leave some um constructive criticism leave some kind of feedback so we can try and make our shows better with that being said um i got all the rambly ramblings up out of my mouth and um i hope you enjoyed this episode and i'll see you next time